Trumpty Dumpty wanted a wall. Trumpty Dumpty's in for a fall. And all his supporters and all the clansmen can't do a damn thing to help him win again. Vote Harrison Biden 2020. <laughs>see madness podcast with me your host the mad chatter ryan mk as you can see getting in in the mood in a little bit of the mood of the halloween yes you can't tell if you're listening to the pods because you know it's like audio medium you know what i mean you know what i mean if you're watching on the tubes you see my sweet kylo ren mask that's right and i actually have a pretty awesome outfit to this whole thing and you know what i'm just gonna real quick take it up Sorry, I feel like that could be inhibiting the, the conversation here. Okay. Whew. Yes. Besides, I'm, you know, constantly wearing a mask, so do I really? Hey, I mean, the Kylo Ren mask is quite the mask to wear, but yeah, anyway. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Please follow on the Twitters, on the Grams at RMK Madness for all my content, all my wonderful stuffs. If you're into fantasy football, you can check out my other podcast, Fantasy Madness. You can do that, yeah. You can check out my fantasy articles on playerprofiler.com. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah. But anyway, I hope you've all been well since we last spoke. I'm trying to enjoy the fall, I'll tell you what. But fucking 2020. And I'm going to rant just a minute, okay? Because trying to enjoy this is supposed to be a joyous time of the year for me i love the, the the fall the changing of the weather the leaf i love sweatshirt weather the changing of the leaves some rain and yeah it gets a little cold but i don't hate winter as much as other people i enjoy the holidays i love halloween everything about it i love the thanksgiving turkey and football and the christmas i spoke about this on my fantasy podcast i i love christmas in large part because I get to watch my kids celebrate in the joyous wonders of that whole time. And it's just touching. And it also means that uh, I get to play with their toys, too. Because I have, I have two young boys, and I'm still a kid at heart. And let's be honest. The goddamn toys the kids have these days. I mean, I could have used some of this shit when I was a kid. But that's okay, because I just play with it now. You know what I mean? So I love, I love the holidays. But now, it's 2020. We got the stress of the election. And what the fuck happens if Trump does win? If he doesn't win? Who knows? 
You got the pandemic still raging. Cases are rising across the fucking country. No one seems to care. No one seems to care. I was at a work meeting. There's so many people huddled together. And it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? If, even if you don't get sick, right? You could still pass it to someone who does. Okay? So that's, that, that, that's number one to think about. Number two, you could get sick. You could go to the hospital. Maybe you don't die, but you could still get very, very sick and have long-term complications. They're finding issues with this heart, lungs, area, all that stuff, having long-term complications because of the COVID. And even with people who didn't get sick. <sighs> There's a lot more to this than people really want to grasp. And it's just getting worse. Especially with the colder that it gets. And it's just, I'm sorry. Some people don't want to get it. Some people do. But when health experts and everybody else is like, hey, this shit is worrying us fall because you're going to have the flu. You're going to have COVID potentially mutated. It could be more deadly. And maybe it won't be. But it's going to be a mutated virus along with the flu. Then you got the cold. Then you got the holidays, which means people are going to want to get together. And that's when spreading shit happens and just... Again, my wife gets this. You got to live. But really, we do want to live. There's nothing wrong with putting parts of your life on hold for a little bit for the good of the community. And hey, we've enjoyed hanging around each other and spending time together. And yeah, it gets hard at times because people are stressed out. It's stress. It's a stressful time financially for people, everything going on. Politically, health-wise, I mean, the fucking climate is just like, that's a weight that keeps bearing down, huh? I mean, I just saw this map today that shows across the country it's like all red and the red stood for <clears throat> uncontrolled spread <laughs> and it's like we're just ignoring history the pandemic of 1918 we're, we're ignoring the history of pandemics and it's it's because of the same fucking shit i shit you not read up on the pandemic of 1918 look into that shit You'll find some of the similar problems and some people not wanting to socially distance and things like that. And that second wave killed a whole lot of fucking people. Not enough people are thinking about, like, again, maybe you don't get sick. But you could pass it to someone who does. And even if you don't get sick or you don't get that sick, the potential, we could, because we still don't know enough. And we're seeing certain things, the scientists, medical expert, not we, I shouldn't say me, but you know what I mean? They're seeing things. It's, there could be long-term complications. You're seeing this shit. People are playing this shit too risky. And it's like people got to see, you know, their own family, loved ones affected before. You know how many fucking 
on Reddit, on on the news sites, the everywhere. You see all these different fucking stories of people coming out and like, hey, I should have taken that shit more seriously. My grandpa died, my sister died, blah, blah, blah. Like, tons of people coming out and saying, hey, we should have taken this more seriously. You all should. You all should too, seriously. But people are going to do what they're going to fucking do, you know? What, what can you do if they ignore history and experts? You got the election ramping up. Another situation that involves people ignoring history and ignoring experts. Because there's way too many people that still support this president that we have. And even though it, you watch what he's doing, like, he's fiery. <laughs> like, more than usual. And he's acting like a jackass. And I... Everybody just needs to get their votes in and get them in ASAP. Because part of what is being ignored with history here is all, all the makings of a fascist, of a dictator. Like, if you can't see that in Trump, between his ego, the way he handles things like a business. Because in business, I'm going to tell you something. Those at the top don't give a fuck about those at the bottom. And that's why Trump is largely catering to, well, you know, the white, trashy, bigoted, uneducated part of America, but also to the rich. Because that's where he feels he belongs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're ignoring the fact that the type of shit that he is doing, these acts, words, not dissimilar to very evil leaders from, from the world's past. And it's, it just boggles my mind. There's not enough focus on that. But it sounds like people are getting out and voting. My wife and I, we've done the mail-in voting. Dropped off our ballots, though. Fucking A. But you got people starting to vote. Haven't heard too much about, you know, crazy shit, anything like that as far as, uh, you know, people trying to fuck with voters. Other than, oh yeah, some crazy shit in Florida where a group of proud boys are sending, they're finding out Democrats and emailing them and saying, vote Trump or else. We know what you'll vote. We know where you live. Blah, blah, blah. Piece of shits. Pieces of shit. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. You, that's fucking... What makes them think... Would they be okay if people were doing that for Obama? I don't think so. It's crazy how Trump supporters are so into him and this movement that they will absolutely forget all ethics and morals and things that they would normally complain about. They'll just forget all that stuff. No problem for their Lord and Savior Trump. It's incredible. And don't forget about the meteor heading our way on election day as well. <laughs> yeah, other shit 2020 news. Fucking meteor. Oh, don't don't forget, 545 children. Yeah, they're missing their parents. These children were detained at the border. 
Now, parents can't be found. What the fuck is going on there? Oh, I know. More signs of fascism. <gasps> no. Our planet's getting too fucking hot. Pandemic is about to go on a fucking tear. And I'm pretty sure that fucking little Debbie stopped making the caramel cookie bars that I love so much. It's just, it's just terrible. No! I know. It's, it can't be. Alas, it's not all doom and gloom. No, no. But, you know, gotta bitch about the negative. Gotta do my ranting. Get it out. I, you know, I'm someone who always likes to get the bad news over with first. When someone says, comes up to you and says, I have good news and I have bad news. Would you like to Bad news. Give him the bad news. Let's just get the bad shit out the way. And then I had the good shit. So, that being said, now that we got some crazy shit out of the way, Let's go ahead and just try and have a little fun. I would just say in closing, this is a fun pursuit and it's a grand story. And even if I never get uh, the, any answers that you can really point to definitively, it's been a grand adventure and a worthwhile pursuit. And I think it's something that you should be, if you're interested in these topics and you have a curious nature, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, that it is, if it came to be true and could be proven, it would be the biggest event in human history. And that's George Knapp. He's a journalist, reporter, but he's found himself heavily involved in the UFO phenomenon. And it started with him years ago interviewing Bob Lazar, and um, it just kind of went from there with him. And he's gotten into Skinwalker Ranch, and he's done stuff on that. And that was a talk he did on <clears throat> going behind the scenes of Area 51, and... It's good stuff. He knows his stuff, okay? He's, uh, unfortunately, I think he knows some shit he's not saying. But I think a lot of people do, but they're all afraid to say something because they don't want to upset the person that told them because some shit's still secret and classified and it's all stupid. Anyway, it's a great mystery. Are we alone? I mean, if you ask me, you know, you gotta, you know, think about it. Ten billion years or so, since uh, the beginning of the universe, to when life first formed on Earth, right? And so that's 10 billion years. 10 billion years. Sorry, I just kind of spoke a little of the ganja while I'm contemplating that. Because if you think about it, 10 billion years. Well, that's a long fucking time. You figure life's been around on Earth how long? Not very long. And so, 10 billion years. I mean, shit. That's plenty of time, right? With billions of planets out there, billions of stars, all that time, nothing else. Maybe there was something before. Maybe there's not any more. But I think the likelihood that it's us and only us, this is something I've spoke about for a long time. That's human ego. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I respect his brain as far as science and all of that goes, but he's so fucking thick and closed-minded that he can't even think. Like, it's this idea that, well, we can't do it. 
like, the only way for us to do this and that, like, to travel. How do you fucking know other shit's not possible? Huh? How do you know that there can't be, like, electrical entities, uh, like, you know, that don't have the same kinds of issues that we do biologically? Hey, who the fuck knows? I was watching one of the NASA's Unexplained Files where they were talking about potentially on on one of Saturn's moons, I think, I believe it, Titan maybe? But you could have these sandworms, essentially, but they'd be electric. They'd feed off electricity. They'd be electric, but they... It was hard to, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around really a lot of the stuff that goes into space and things like that because space is so vast and there's so much out there. And as much as we do understand there's probably 10, 20 times more that we don't. It's insane. But are we alone? I did, it's a good question. You ask me, I don't believe so. No, no. No! Nope, I don't believe it at all. Again, 10 billion years. And you go back to Egypt. You know, you go back ancient civilizations. Many of them, Mayan, they, they all have depictions of, like, visitors from the heavens. In many instances, what looks like crafts. You could see it in old paintings. Paintings that are decades, etc. Old and you can see crafts in the sky. It's amazing how far back this goes. This isn't new, okay? Fuck, it was back in the medieval times when the first written recorded event of a UFO happened. I should have looked that up, but it just popped in my brain. I used it in college. I wrote a paper on UFOs, and so some of this just kind of pops in my brain from time to time. <laughs> This shit goes back a long time, and people have been seeing these things, and then you go to World War II. Nuclear explosions. Hey, hey. things up there looking down here like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And gals, sorry. And, you know, for me, I was a very young teenager when I got into the whole idea of UFOs. I came across a show... It was based off a book. And it was Whitley Strieber's confirmation. Now, he's since proved to be maybe a... Eh, maybe not the most trusted, but good material. And at the and he, I do believe he's done some good work, especially getting some other people who have stories, getting their voices told. But who knows about his particular story of abduction? Or maybe that's where his love for science fiction writing came from. That's very possible. But the book was very good. And it... it, it and the, the show basically followed suit to the book. And it did a lot of UFO sightings, talking about that, abduction stories. But then the final part, which really hooked me, that made me say, hey, there's a lot of shit to this. And don't get me wrong, some of the evidence for the visual stuff was pretty cool too. But then he got into... What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> oh my goodness. When they put the things in you, they put something in you, surgically, like a little piece. <laughs> so, okay, I've completely lost my damn mind. Lost my, yep, yep, we'll just have to. You suck, you jackass. I know. 
That's terrible. What the hell? I still can't think of the damn word. After all that, trying to buy myself some time. But anyway. Implant. Fucking Christ almighty, it took long enough to pop in my head. There's a lot of weed smoking today. I'm not going to lie. Anyway. So, the idea of implants, right? So this comes up. And this is very interesting. Because... In the book and in, in, in the show, there's this one particular person he goes with, and they have something, I believe, in their forearm. And they go and they get it removed, and they have this analyzed. And it's showing elements that are not part of our periodic table. Now, there's weird shit. They've also found some shit like that recently with bits that they found that they're seeing metals that aren't found on earth so this is very interesting right but i had to go deeper as i got along as a teenager i got more and more into the subject i became very big in the belief that they were there and much like now if you see on the youtubes i have the black lights and the alien black light posters and stuff yes very reminiscent of my teenage days but I continued to develop this fascination, for, and not just the fascination for aliens, UFOs, but space in general. You know, I loved learning about the planets and black holes and supernovas, and then you get into the idea of possible life on other planets. We're finding out now we could have, like I said, electric sand monsters on Titan. We could have huge ass, like, literal giant squids in fucking another moon and Salatus in a subsurface surface ocean. We, they, we're, find, we're discovering all sorts of stuff. And it's fascinating. But I think most fascinating of all is the idea, are we alone? Is there other life out there? I believe there is. Is there other intelligent life out there? I believe there is. I've always been fascinated. And finally, I get to see some things in Iowa, excuse me, when my family and I lived there, uh, the wife and I, we were driving down one day. I don't remember what we were doing. I think we were possibly out together. Mom had the kids, something like that. I don't know. But we're out and about, and we see something in the sky flying around very unusually, okay? That was my first, like, what the fuck did I finally just see something? And then we moved to Colorado. And twice, I've seen the same sort of thing. And the first time, I could tell, it, it looked like a fucking star just hanging in the sky. And then all of a sudden, it started to go... And then it did this little flashy thing. It just started going horizontally across the sky after just sitting there. It was just sitting there. I thought it was a fucking star. And it started moving. Excuse me. Just crazy. And then I saw a similar thing another night. I wasn't sure if it was the same shit or not, but it seemed like it to me in a different part of the sky. But still, I'm, I'm fairly certain I've seen some shit, and there's a lot of people that have, and that's why we go to <coughs> James Fox. This is a dude who's put out quality, quality UFO documentaries. Now, you've heard me mention them probably some before. I've also mentioned uh, some other ones by, oh, what's his name? 
Boy, my brain is just shit tonight. But he did Humphrey Skinwalker, and then he did the Bob Lazar doc, Jeremy Corbell. So he's done some pretty good stuff. But James Fox is, in my opinion, the gold standard. If you go watch Out of the Blue, this is his first documentary. This one is fantastic. My, I just fucking love this one. And then you go to I Know What I Saw. And this is primarily focused a lot on the Phoenix Lights. And which, if you don't know, big thing in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, the big black triangular craft with the lights. Video all over. You can Google it. It's good stuff. So there's a couple of, you know, really good documentaries. And this is supposed to be like his badass best one, this new one. And as promised, I watched it. And we're going to talk about it right now with a phenomena. I'm, see, I didn't just get, I just. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> That's a terrible introduction into the fucking awesome do- documentary. The Fidelity Phenomenal, Ryan. Phenomenal. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and give the chatter a round of applause for the great fumbling of the intro to the awesome, awesome documentary. Let's go ahead and, yeah, this is phenomenal job, chatter. Way to go. Way to just fucking, yeah. I need more weed and more sleep. That's what I'm going to do. And food. I could do some food. Food? You done for some food? Anyway. <sighs> the Phenomenon by James Fox. And this is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. It's really good. Now, a lot of it is is nothing new for me. So this is a great documentary, as is Out of the Blue. Well, any of his, really, if you're just getting into the subject. But this is a great overall general discussion, you know, focus on the, the phenomenon itself. Hence, the phenomenon. And... It really starts out, it starts out with the Pentagon UFO stuff. You know, the most recent shit, the Pentagon videos, uh, Commander Fravor, all that stuff. And you get into, you know, A-Tip and that program, um, the secret UFO program. And so it gets a lot into that. And then it, it starts to hit some of the older UFO stories, some of the legendary stuff. Uh, decorated pilot, uh, William Coleman, his sighting with him and his crew, uh, the Trent Farm pictures, if you, you've you seen those, it's like, it, it just looks like, almost like a hubcap hanging in the sky. And the Washington sightings, right, when you had multiple radar sightings around Washington, crazy shit, right? Went into all of that. And then it, hit up Area 51. It got pretty deep in Area 51, which is one of my favorite subjects. And it's one that was always the big, like, identifier to to all of this, right? This is kind of what started it. Because, you know, World War II was going on, and, and pilots were thinking, hey, what the fuck is going on here? What are these things? We're going to call them Foo Fighters. That's where the band name came from. They, they were seeing discs in the sky. And the crazy thing, was it discs or balls? They might have been balls. Anyway, uh, I know, juvenile. Ugh. Anyway, so Area 51 is really what marked it because, you, you know, you got the sightings and stuff during World War II, but every, it really ramped up, right, after atomic explosions, nuclear explosions. Because you figure, yeah, if something's hanging out watching us in space, 
You're going to see that shit. Like, and, you know, in space, man, speaking of space, you can see some crazy shit. There's a lot of interesting stuff when it comes to, like, astronauts and things like that. Like, there's one video of some crazy shit moving through space as seen from a space shuttle or the space station, one of the two. Um, There's a few different ones you can see. There's also one that's, like, where it looks like something is hanging out, flying above the Earth, and then it's like a laser comes out of the ground and the thing just 90 degree turn takes off and it's crazy so there's a lot of evidence there too but anyway bringing this back bringing this back area 51 so this is a big one but then you know a lot of stuff comes out that like okay real ufologists and people who are really into it and want the truth not just, hey, feed me any random stuff, I'll take it all, anything. No, people who are truly looking for the truth have kind of come on to the idea that, you know, Area 51 probably wasn't what it was. And there's no UFOs there. Maybe there never was. And, it, you know, that part I don't necessarily disagree with. Because I do think they're probably using another base. And it just so, I, I just think, I, I don't know how it all went down, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of good stuff in the phenomenon about Area 51 that kind of makes things clear. And the one guy, you've seen him if you're into the, you know, Area 51 stuff. Excuse me. You've probably seen his picture. He's the one, he kind of nerdy looking guy, sheriff type. You know, it looks like he's, well, he's not a sheriff, he's a military guy. but And he's like hunched down with some, you know, some of the material that he's found in his hands and he's looking up at the camera. And they showed some interview footage from some of the people, that guy and another guy, that were there that day that I had never seen. So this was so I did see some shit that was new to me during this documentary, which is what I was looking for. Cause hey, I'm down to watch a UFO doc about stuff I've already seen. That's fine. Present it in a different way. Just make it interesting, make it fun for me to watch. That's cool. I'm down. But if you're going to throw me some stuff I ain't never seen before, heard before, whew, bonus. All right. So, getting to that, getting to the military bases and how, you know, there was a lot of activity, UFO activity around military bases, nukes getting shut down, turned on, turned off, things like that. A lot of crazy shit. The Rendlesham one in, in, in England, that's a big one where they actually, a bunch of crew actually, you know, were talking and have some audio of when they saw this thing land in the fucking forest. It just, it goes on and on. Jacques Vallée, Alan Hynek, Project Blue Book, they get into all this shit. And then it ends. See what I'm saying? It's just a good general fucking discussion and covering of, like, the topic as a whole. It's really, I wish they would have got into some more of the ancient shit kind of like I did in my paper, not to brag or anything like that. But, you know, and talked about some of the stuff you can find pertaining to the subject in, in, in like, Egyptian hieroglyphs and, and, and some of the, like, stuff on caves and in paintings and, and, and just things like that. I think some of that included would have added a little bit for me, but when it comes down to it, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal. The phenomenon was phenomenal. Phenomenal documentary. But... Oh, sorry, didn't want to skip that. It ends with the aerial school in Zimbabwe, and this incident took place in 1994. A bunch of school children basically had an encounter, saw an object. They saw the people. All these kids are, like, drawing pictures of what you would think of an alien to look like. 
and they're talking about you know how they they didn't say anything but they just looked at him and then they were talking about how it, it just felt like um they were trying to say like hey technology's no good and and you guys need to change and do you want to come away with us and all this crazy shit and they're like did you f- like feel that that was did you feel that way before any of this or is that a new feeling since this happened and they're like oh no it's a newer feel so it's almost like they did telepathically com- you know, communicate to these kids and get them in their brains thinking, hey, we got to change shit before the planet gets ruined. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very interesting case. <laughs> Super interesting. I mean, it's there's a ton of mystery to this subject. But you can't deny it's real and that there's something there. I mean, you just, people can't deny it anymore. And why? I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe they study us. Maybe they monitor us. Why do they not show themselves? I I, I don't know. If you think about if if you're uh, at the zoo, you don't necessarily always. Well, well, some assholes make themselves known to the animals, but <laughs> I mean, are they monitoring us? Maybe trying to keep us in check a little bit. It's so interesting. I mean, who are they? Where do they come from? Another planet? Are they from the future? Are they future us? Are they from another dimension? What the hell is going on here? There's a million questions to this, you know, and there are more questions than answers. And it'll probably always be that way. It's going to be a very, like, slow burn type of, uh, you know, understanding with this. It's, it's, it's going to take a while. It's going to be long and drawn out till we have a complete... It's not like we're just going to... People think of the idea of disclosure as, you know, some event happening where everything about UFOs and is, is just out there in the world and now everybody knows and understands everything and we're all good and we move on. And we're just like, oh, look at this. No. It's likely to be like a, you know, a trickle effect. We'll get bits and pieces, bits and pieces. We're, hey, we're farther along now than we were in the past. So, I mean, it's coming along slowly but surely. And the more we get, you know, the government to fucking open up their yaps and declassify some shit themselves and, you know, to take the matter more seriously, the farther we'll get. The farther we'll get. But as of now, we can't say we definitively, definitively blah, 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 have any kind of proof. So we remain with more questions than answers. Now, having a vaccine is good, but we're rounding the turn regardless. We're rounding the turn. Yes, we're rounding the turn. He says he's still saying that. Rounding the turn. So we're going to do a little um, dumping on Trump here. Again, he's fiery, as I said, more so. He abruptly ended his 60-minute interview, said you got enough interest. He was supposed to do it with Pence at some point, but uh, I, I guess that did not suit him so well. <laughs> he's such a fucking dude. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see what comes from that. I guess he, they've got some stuff they can use. But this info comes out about a few different things with him recently um you know more on his tax returns reveals uh you know bank accounts in china business dealings in china so you know talking a lot of shit for uh you know doing a lot of business with china man (laughs) but but he's also he's also 
got a lot of, uh, apparently, business with Russia. Because it also came out that certain intel personnel won't approach him about Russia-type stuff because he's got this affinity for Putin and he'll just freak the fuck out if they start bringing him negative shit about Russia. He doesn't want to deal with Russia. So he's either, you know, sucking Putin's cock or, or like, Putin's got some really dirty shit on him and he's just like, yeah, I can't piss Putin off. Kind of like with that, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell, like, like, hey, I wish you well. No hard feelings here. Don't rat me out because I wish you well. It's going to be hard for me to escape any accusations if it, or anything that may come from that because I tell you what, I saw a picture on Reddit today. It's pretty damning. Trump next to Epstein and in between them, a couple of boys. Barely older than my middle child probably. And Trump's got his arms very weirdly around them. Awkwardly around these boys. It's a bit of a disturbing picture, I would just say. So, I guess it would make sense that Trump would rather not piss her off. Like, you can't, if you're Trump, go out there, if she's got some shit on you, and go out there and be like, oh, what a horrible woman that she helped that Epstein perpetrate all this shit. That's what he should be saying. But he's not. <laughs> turning the corner. Everything's turning the corner. The virus has been turning the corner for a month and a half. And yet information comes out. Again, more information coming out. About how Trump knew. He just acts like people are tired of the virus and blah, blah, blah. If you know... Well, I'm sorry. He knew about a surge. He knew He knew this entire time. He knows. And that's obvious. But information's coming out. Of course, of course, of course he fucking knew that shit was surging everywhere. But he can't. He doesn't want to come out and say that or talk about it. No. To him, this whole fucking pandemic, if he truly had it himself, man, it didn't humble him a bit because he had the best drugs and all that shit in the world. And he's just sitting here like, eh. eh. It's nothing. Damn, it's just like uh, uh, that annoying mosquito just buzzing around. That's what the pandemic is to Trump. It certainly feels that way. Information also came out that Trump's campaign spent upwards of $1 billion on private jets, on Trump's properties, and Donald Jr.'s book. Interesting. Boy, he, know, he knows what's important, right? This fucking Trump. Well, it's a good thing he's got celebrity help because he's pissing a lot of people off. But it sounds like Ice Cube's coming around on the Trump train. You got the Quaids. Dennis Quaid came out with support. Randy Quaid said some stupid shit about like, oh, if jo Donald Trump didn't do a good job with the pandemic, then Sleepy Joe Biden be dead because he beat all the... And some stupid shit. Like, fuck out of here. I used to be fans. Uh, same with James Woods. He used to be a fan of his, too. But he's a fucking diehard. He, what a fucking prick. Same with Kid Rock, Roseanne. I never like Kid Rock. <laughs> I never like Kid Rock. So he can get, get fucked. But Roseanne, I did used to like her. And, you know, she had some problems with some racist bullshit. I heard her on the Joe Rogan podcast. And, you know, I could see how some shit would be misconstrued. 
But there's still a lot of racial undertones to that show. There always was. And so, I, Roseanne seems like a MAGA type, and she is a MAGA type. So she can fuck off as well. And, and, and to end it, it's 50 Cent. And he even got on Twitter and specifically like pointed out like he's specifically a Trumper now because of Joe Biden's tax plan, which will bump people up who make over a certain amount. In other words, rich motherfuckers, he's going to tax your asses some more. And y'all got a problem with that. This is some bullshit. He even says in, in his post, I don't give a fuck about black people. <laughs> like, he really doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck about no one if you raise in his taxes. Whoo-wee. Why? Why? What is going on here? I don't know. Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, it's that time. Pod overtime. Let's get the fuck on out of here. It's time over for the pod. But we got, you know, hey. I, there's a lot of bitching and complaining and, 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 you know, hey, let's just get out there and vote. Let's go do the election thing. And, hey, if you can vote early, do it. If you can vote mail-in, do it. I, I, I would recommend dropping your ballots off at a drop box and not counting on the postal service at this point in time. But, hey, you do have to get this shit done as nearly as possible. And if you get any threatening emails from any Proud Boys or anything like that, you send these motherfuckers my way. That's right. I'll handle these pieces of shit. Yeah, damn Proud Boys. You got me all messed up. Fucking These Proud Boys, I'm telling you... Problems. Problems these motherfuckers got in their head. Anyway, you know, despite all the craziness going on, there's some good things happening and things that we can use to, once again, not distract ourselves, but to give ourselves a break from the insanity of of the country and the world right now. And, you know, basketball, hockey, that's over, but football's still going. He's having a little bit of COVID issues themselves, but they're for the moment, they're still battling through so you got them then of course you got the world series going on raising dodgers dodgers up one game or nothing so far and you know the world keeps on turning you got some interesting tv stuff going on you got space jam the lebron james edition and it sounds like some crazy shit where he ends up Having to get his son, having to rescue his lost son, and to do so, he has to play like digitized versions of old NBA play. I don't know. It sounds insane. Go look it up. Go read up on the new Space Jam and Willow. Do you remember the movie Willow? I fucking loved that movie. I loved it as a kid. Me remember. And you know what? Looking back on it, there's some parts in that pretty fucking dark for you know movie kids be watching. <laughs> But it was also so much fun. I love the movie Willow. And apparently, they're going to have a sequel to it. But in a series form. And it's going to come on Disney+. Plus. So I'm excited, excited for that. You got His Dark Materials Season 2 starting up soon. Perhaps did it start already? I don't know. I still got to watch Season 1. Because I'm trying to read. Because I got to reread some shit. Fresh in my memory. I guess I don't have to. But that's how I like to do things. That's how I like to do. But anyway. 
Oh, 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 oh. And BattleBots. I mean, I did nothing. I haven't seen anything official. All I know is I keep seeing shit on Reddit, on Twitter. All these motherfuckers associated with BattleBots posting BattleBot type shit. Like one dude with his finger on the button. You got Farouk out there posing with the microphone. These motherfuckers, ooh, they're back to recording BattleBots. I almost fucking guarantee it. So BattleBots, we're going to get that shit, I hope, by the end of the fucking year. I hope. We need it. We need the BattleBots. <sighs> the BattleBots. Well, they have to because they have to have a 2020 champ, right? Well, I mean, they'll get it recorded in time, but I guess they could delay the way. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Now I'm just rambling out loud. Now I'm just rambling out loud. Okay. Anyways, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm hungry. You're hungry. I want to get high. Maybe you do. I don't know. We also need a nap, right? We need a nap, right? Agreed. Agreed. So as always, much love to you all. Have a great week. I hope you get through A-OK. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Because, you know, all the best of us are. That's right. That's right. That's right. Anyway, ah. that's off for now. 